Empty thoughts. <laughs> <laughs>what's going on everybody got another tuesday night podcast for you got uh my buddy mark hola hola i'm gonna start calling you sir louis <laughs> yeah this man's sitting over here looking at louis vuitton luggage yeah he's there uh, i need the, another piece yeah man but they're a grand uh, the one you just showed me is a grand i know don't tell anybody don't tell my family because they'll be like mark uh, stop buying him tell them not to listen to the podcast <laughs> <laughs> so no we got a really good show tonight um really excited about it got a couple uh couple special things going on here um anyway so the 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 luggage right um i guess i mean how often do you travel i mean i this year or i'm sorry not this year obviously it's only been like six days but last year what did i i traveled uh i don't know i mean i feel like i traveled a pretty decent amount i mean like flying around like Driving, I mean, I guess you can you take luggage with you when you drive somewhere. Yeah, but. especially my Louis bag. Well, now you're set, man, because you got uh, if you mean you already have Louis bags, you mm-hmm. have um, you have the Bose now, the Bose headphones. Mm-hmm. I'm like um, a professional traveler. I'm I know. like a high end traveler. You are. You look rich. <laughs> <laughs> so, but um, no, man, I I I know we we've been talking about trying to go somewhere, go out of country or whatever, um, next year, thinking about going to Ireland. We're gonna have a a, a male or not a male the. A boys sounds weekend. Weird. I know. <laughs> <laughs> sounds a little. It, things got weird. <laughs> but uh, man. But see, my thing is, is that I'm like, I'm like super worried about traveling outside of the country. That's an understatement. <laughs> yeah. Well. Super worried, as in I'm gonna get abducted. People are gonna take me in a back room. They're gonna cut my fingernails off. Well, do you, do you watch any movies? Well, yes, I watch movies, but I've also been out of the country plenty of times. Okay, well, then you understand my my fear of going outside the country. Here's my thing. I will go to Baltimore City, and I but I'm still only Which 20. Which is one of the worst places to go. Still, I feel like I know my way around, or I can at least, if, if I need to, get back home to my safe place. If I'm in fucking Thailand, okay, I'm not getting home. I'm not just going to run home or take a take a Uber back to the house. Well, that's why you you I told you you know specific things. You know where you know where the embassy is, you know where a hospital is, and you know where a bathroom is. Three most important things to know. You're right. However, I don't I don't know. I just I still am not completely comfortable with the idea of traveling outside of the country. There's that movie No Escape with Owen Wilson. I watched that <laughs> and ever since I've watched it, I'm like they don't like us outsiders. They don't. Outsiders. They don't. Well, it depends on how like, you talk to them and, like, depends on how, you know. No, they don't like Americans plain and fucking simple. Just like, let me give you an example, right? So I'm down in D.C., okay, and I'm trying to do my job driving this big tractor trailer around and stuff, mm-hmm. and I've got a crowd. And I'm got, I'm not trying to be racist here. I'm not sure what they are, but they're either Asians, Chinese, Japanese. They're one of them, okay, and they're just... Asian. Just they're, say they're Asian. They're Asian. They're all Asian. <laughs> and they, they are everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. They're it's a the, huge thing. They they come over that when I worked at Hard Rock Cafe, that was one of the one of our big um, like clients. They would come over from uh, mainly it was China, but I know they come from like all over. Um, I would say they all from like they're like they're just little sheep or something. But um, <laughs> just hurting it. <laughs> but they do. But people do come from a lot is China and all the different you know like Japan, Korea. Yeah. Um, but they do. They come to D.C. all the time. I know. and that. But that's the thing is like 
Okay, so but they get around. You're and I I understand. However, they're not. They're coming to a a, a pretty good country. I feel like if I travel to North Korea, I'm in bad shape. Well, that's North Korea. I don't need to be there. <laughs> you know, people like, don't usually say, "Hey, you know where I'm going to go on vacation? Northern Korea." I mean, you never know. It could be nice. You know, <laughs> it could be just you know what's portrayed over the media. Anyway, so I'm driving around D.C. right, and I'm they're just they're everywhere. They're in the streets. They're on the sidewalks. They're in rental cars. They're in the stores. They're in coffee shops. I mean, they're they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself like. Good Lord. Like, is this, is D.C., I guess, I mean, I guess I know it's the capital, but. Oh, D.C.'s huge for tourism. I mean, I get that. But, you know, take a look at, I don't know, let's say Dublin, Ireland, where I was talking about going. And everybody shut me down because it's a touristy spot. Well, there might be a reason it's a touristy spot. It's probably a nice place. But I know a lot of Americans go there. And don't you think at some point that they're just like, fuck this, man. We don't want them any here. We don't want them here anymore. You know, and then all of a sudden, my luck, the time that I'm there, is when they're going to decide to not allow it to happen. And they're just going to start killing everybody off. Like, you're not going to come here anymore. And we're going to prove a point. That is not going to that happen would be in my, Ireland. That would be my luck that I'd be there for that. No guns, no knives, no idea of where I'm at, no sense of direction, no friends, no family. I am, you know, I'm done. No, I'm you're, done. you'll be fine. You get all that in your head. That's too uh, much in your head. Uh, I'm telling you, man. You got to live a little. I swear to God, if we go to Ireland next year and something happens and there's a riot <laughs> against Americans, you're I got the, you. you I are, got your no, back. No, you're the first one I'm killing. <laughs> I'm like, I fucking told you this was going to happen. I'm It'll done. be fine. You'll be fine. Okay. I'll take care of okay. you. Okay. I'm just saying, you got to understand my point here. I am I'm, I'm very far away from him. Very far away. Yeah, but at least you can speak the language. What language? Over in Ireland. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. You can understand them. Yeah. Y'all well, are, so, a little bit. Y'all are talking about going to Colombia and stuff, huh? Oh, yeah. There's only one South reason. Go- There's only one reason I will ever go to Colombia. Get coffee. <laughs> I was going to say, are we allowed to say that on on, <laughs> on this? I don't think so. <laughs> but I'm going to go get coffee. So, uh, no, man. But, you know, I just, that's my take on it. Um, I don't know. I can't, I know I'm not the only person that Yeah, but you, that. no, you're not the only person, but... Like, my aunt, she never went out of the country. She always was afraid to fly. She was the exact same way. Oh, well, what if this happens? What if this happens? Now, she goes all the time. Goes on cruises out of the country. She goes, like, to different places. I think they're going over to Italy. Um, and now she loves it. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm not... You a- get the itch. Like, you'll go to... your Watch, we're going to go to Ireland, and you're going to be like, where's our next adventure going? I'm not against the idea of traveling out of the country. I'm not against it. It just makes me nervous. That's all I'm saying. It just makes me a little nervous. You know, I, I think the whole point of it is that, you know, just when I'm in the United States, I can read the signs, I can drive the cars, I can, I, I'm home. When I'm, no matter if I, anywhere in the, in the, in the, in the great 48, I know where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not counting the other two because, yeah, they're United, they're part of the United States, but I'd be just as lost. There's, uh, there's two other also. But, um, no, well, I mean. We'll, we'll take you out. You'll get the itch and then you'll be like, all right. You're ready. You'll feel more comfortable after you get through that first, that first travel. Yeah, we gotta get you a damn passport. I'm gonna get a passport. You mean I can't just take my driver's license? <laughs> Hell to the no. Why not? Uh, what about birth certificate? That that right there pretty nope. much says, "Hey, I'm an American." Not out of the country. No, and I, not one that's not connected to the United States. Passports are ridiculous, man. That's just another way to get you to cough up some money. <laughs> but they, la- but I will say, they last for like, I don't know. 
10 years, 13 years, something something like that, or longer. Now, I am going to Canada in September with my amazing wife, and that is going to be an awesome time. I got us a Falls View hotel room in Ontario overlooking the Niagara Falls. We're going to do the wine tour um, up there, you know, up in the wine country in, in Canada. Uh, we're going to do the Maid of the Mist on the boat, go to some nice restaurants. You're going to jump in a barrel. Um what jumped the Niagara Falls in the barrel? <laughs> yeah, uh, you know what? It might just happen if I drink enough up there. I might find me old fifty-five gallon drum in some some hillbilly's backyard. You'd be like, I got this. Yeah. So that's my first trip. That's going to be out of good old country. But you're going to like it. It's very clean up there too. You'll see. Watch how clean it is when you go into to Canada. Yeah, I, I, that's what I've been hearing. That it is. It is a pretty clean, pretty clean country. So, but uh. Hey, we have a special guest with us tonight. It is uh, my honor and privilege to introduce to everybody, Poppy. Poppy. Hi, Poppy. I don't know hey, if I guys. Can say that. I'm just listening here, sitting back. I was in a waiting room like forever. Oh, my God. <laughs> the waiting room. You're Damn. sitting here with your headphones on, listening to every word we're saying right okay. now. So, what's going on? Um,. I love the idea about going to Ireland. Yeah. You don't have to worry about the IRA anymore. That was back in the 70s and 80s. I, You know what? I heard about that. The the war between like the, the Catholics and the... Uh, yeah, the Protestants. The, yeah. You know, the English and the Irish. and So even though I'm Catholic, I don't have to worry about that. I sh- But I shouldn't walk in there with like a rosary around my neck, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> no rosary. Okay. No. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. It's not like you're going to be like... Hey, I'm Catholic. Hey, I'm Catholic. <laughs> hey, nice to meet you. My name's Tyler. I'm Catholic. <laughs> and, and the best thing for you is that you have Irish and English and Scottish blood. You're like 99%. So you can like skate wherever you want in any of those little areas. Is that and where say, I get my drinking ability from? Oh, yeah. yeah the, <laughs> oh Scottish, the Scottish and the Irish, absolutely. I just learned this, man. Yeah. I'm wondering yeah. why I can pound a 30-pack and, and go buy more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> Your brother's the same way. He was astonished when he did his DNA. And I said, brother, I said, it's the same with me. We're identical. I always knew there was something about my ability to consume alcohol that it just, it couldn't have just been like the Italian thing. I mean, I know I'm not literally Italian because I'm, I'm Italian by, by adoption. Is that what it is? Yeah, I was adopted. Yeah. So, but I, and I knew, I just, I knew there was something else because I'm a pretty good drinker. I'm not going to brag. I'm not trying to sound like a, you know, like a, like an alcoholic, I suppose, but I'm not bad at it. Um, and I knew there was, there was something else. It takes time to acquire that. It didn't take me the long. The drinking habit. <laughs> it well, didn't it take does. Long. Yeah, it does. Um, I started out, my grandfather would give me like a little shot of wine that he made, the old Dago Red. And I was probably like, I don't know two or three years old yeah my all my cousins the same thing we would all it was like a um it was like a what do you call that thing when you uh like a tradition yeah it was like a tradition and we you know all my cousins couldn't wait to be like three years old to be able to get a shot of wine oh yeah the dago red yep that made you into the family at that point yeah no that's 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 i like the tradition though see nowadays if I gave my son any kind of wine or beer or whatever, <laughs> right, right now, I'd go to jail. 
I'd be, I'd go, I'd be in a lot of trouble. Yeah, well, you know, you're talking about 60 plus years ago. I mean, that was just, yeah. uh, that was the Italian. Not to give away your age or anything. Well, <laughs> even still being raised Italian. He's still young. We still do that. Yeah. You know, who's going to stop me? Seriously. Yeah. No, I know. Well, and if you you're over in the country, me. I mean, you, you start young anyway. Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with it. Yep. And it's not like they're giving it in excess. Like, here, drink a bottle of of red wine. No, <laughs> yeah. it was a shot. So make sure it. it's kosher first. <laughs> yeah. Of course, of course, as you got older, you went to another shot, and you got a little older, you went to another shot. So what? By this time, you're you're 15 years old drinking a bottle. Oh, absolutely. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I'll never forget the time I snuck your Mad Dog 2020 out of the oh shop. Oh, my bro. I was like 13, 12 or 13 years old. He had that a bottle just brings of, back horrible memories. He had a memories. bottle of, uh, it's not even Mad Dog. It's like, they, they, they call it Mad Dog, but it's just MD 2020. There's a technical name for it. I forget <laughs> what it is. But somewhere along the line, it acquired the nickname Mad Dog. Wasn't it like Banana Strawberry? Oh, oh no. It was like, a, it was, I don't even know what it was. It was not very good. But I remember drinking the whole thing, and I, and I, I wouldn't say I got like drunk off of it, but I definitely got buzzed, and well, I was only like twelve or thirteen. Thing of it was, somebody gave it to me, and I would have never drank it. That's why it was out in the shop. Yeah, <laughs> yep, you had it up in the little <laughs> it corner. It laid out there for years. Yeah, and I, years. It could catch fire. Oh yeah, yeah. No, the good stuff stayed in the house. <sighs> the really terrible stuff went out in the shop in a shelf. Yep. And I never, I, I just couldn't throw it out. I don't know why. Well, that's alcohol abuse. Well, true. Yeah. You can't waste it. But I, don't I never care. thought can... you would go out there and just chug it. Chug it. Yeah. Well, I did. But then again, I forgot when I was a kid, I did the same thing. Yep. It didn't kill you. You're still here. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just makes you stronger. Yeah. I think yeah. that's what might have uh, started it all. Was nah. the old Mad Dog 2020. Yeah, when I was a kid, like 12, 13, we used to steal our parents' liquor out of the cabinets, and we would mix it all in one bottle. Oh, God. Jungle juice. Everything. And then we would take it up to the... <laughs> we, we would take it up to this school where we had these teen centers, and we would all sit out there and drink it. Mm. And it was ugly. So I wanted to ask you. You were telling yeah. me you were telling me this this story earlier um, mm. about you uh, sneaking out of the home when you were little. I think uh, Grandma told you about it, and you were telling me about it. What was that all about? All right, I actually didn't sneak out of the house. Uh, Grandma had put me out in the backyard in a little fenced-in area. It was kind of like a makeshift thing. Like a little playpen. Yeah. Um, She said I was probably between, I don't know, maybe 18 months old, no more than 20 months old. But I had been walking since I was nine months old. So she went back into the house, went in the kitchen. I don't know. A couple minutes later, she looked out the window, and I was gone. (laughs) Um, That's reassuring. Out back... There was a, a wood line, and the woods went back to a stream. Uh, the stream was not a little stream. It was probably 30, 40 feet wide, but it was only like maybe six, eight inches deep. I just, all I remember in my little brain was the water, but I don't remember being picked up or anything. But 
the person that found me um, had a boy in the neighborhood that put me on a bicycle in an old basket on the front of the bicycle. <laughs> like E.T. <laughs> and it's like he Toto. drove me around Gentleman the neighborhood Friday. looking for my family. She couldn't find me. She didn't know who I was. They just was trying to find me. Hmm. And he drove me around for hours in that neighborhood, which is across the stream, which was different from the neighborhood we lived in because the stream divided us and the woods divided us. So after I don't know how many hours, he happened to come back across into our neighborhood and drove us, drove me around on his bicycle. And in the front of my mother's house, my father's house, was a police, my grandparents, my mother, my father, aunts and uncles, they had a search team there. They're looking for me. And here he comes down on a bicycle like E.T. And he's got me in the front basket. And my mother's running over and grabbing me. And he says, I've been driving around. My mother told me that. The boy says, he's like, I don't know, 14, 15 years old. I've been driving around here for hours looking for who lost this kid well you're lucky you didn't end up on a milk carton yeah especially if you're only two years oh, old i know i know that See, was na- insane nowadays you just your face that will be on insane. facebook everywhere mm-hmm. and yeah, the woman twenty thousand shares the woman that found me found my red boot oh well my mother found the red boot but she also saw the red boot in the stream and the woman was like the most famous burlesque woman in the world she was one of the ones that was married to the governor down south in wherever it was, Mississippi, or, and there was a big thing about that, you know. She did yeah. she move down there? No, well, no, she did burlesque down there, but she lived behind my parents' and grandparents' house, believe it or not. And where was this at? She was <coughs> one of the most, she was a burlesque dancer on the block in Baltimore. But her previous years, she had been involved with the governor. Yeah, the governor was um, down south. I'm not going to say it was Louisiana or Mississippi, but it's all in. It's all in Google. You can Google it and find out who she was. Well, especially if she was a burlesque dancer, that's probably the big place to go. Would be like the French Quarter, Louisiana. Yeah, she was. Uh, she was known everywhere. I'm sure. Did she travel different places too? Uh, that I can't say. Uh, I I don't know. Uh, I've never really checked her history. All I know is that she was the most famous burlesque dancer in the day back then. Yeah. But, well, that, that's pretty crazy. I mean, I know you got stories and stories and stories on. I mean, just just for days, but. Uh, no, that's a good one. I like that. That's a cool story. That's a pretty cool story. I like it. I was so. actually going to write mm, a book a on one. that, and the book was going to be um, The Little Red Boot, and then it was going to start from there and take off for be on, I'm, If you had done it, you probably would have been on Oprah's uh, top books. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't go on Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> I know you wouldn't. Yeah. Oh, I know you wouldn't. You're... Nah. You have like the best stories. I, I have know. great stories. They're so detail-oriented. That's they're, what makes them so They're good. detailed, and they're like things that, I don't know, that you would see in a movie. Yeah, and see, the thing is, is right now, he's he's holding back on the detail because mm-hmm. of, you know, because of time and stuff. But, um, no, I mean, and we'll, we'll, you're going to be on here again. We'll, we'll get you on here 
get you all boozed up and let you just let you run, let you talk about it. That's cool. But, I mean, I, I I have stories, but ninety percent of them I can't talk about. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, there is the what is it, the twenty five year. Uh, not going to get in trouble, <laughs> law or something. You know, if it I got to check that out with a lawyer first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, uh so, man. so, yeah. um, but that was my generation. You know, my generation was crazy. We did all kinds of stuff that was just insane. Yeah. Nothing like now. Well, no. And especially I, because, I, I mean, you got to do things and just have fun and not worry about any kind of repercussion per se. Well, of, like, re- what was no, going to be said and all offensive. There was repercussions, offensive. Mark. There was repercussions. Yeah, I got busted for all kinds of things. Uh, but nothing nearly like what would happen now. nowadays. Like, no, there's so I many mean, rules and restrictions on things. Well, we didn't shoot people. Right. You know, we didn't stab people. We were just bad. We were just, in, you know, we were just young kids that were just... Having fun. Having fun. I had the police used to take me home <laughs> and drop me off to my parents. <laughs> You know, it was just a whole different world back then, man. See, I always picture like like the times that you grew up where people like everybody just everyone wore a suit. Like all the women had big hair, you know, <laughs> like uh, like all the all the kids were running around and like. What like, do you think? Like, they had top hats on? No, not not Abraham Lincoln, <laughs> you asshole. I mean, like 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 if you look at movies from like, you know, like the 50s and 60s and stuff. They, everybody's dressed nice. Everybody's very like almost almost proper. You know what I mean? Like nowadays, well, they well, people guys, took pride in what they, they were. look like. Yeah, now yeah, they were. Nowadays, you got guys walking around with pants around their ass and yeah. and you know and 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 just, like, the the flat brim hats and you know and Jordans our, and and our, our big thing back then was if you had Jack Purcell's tennis yeah. shoes. Don't it, even know what that is. I don't yeah. know what that you is. all don't know that, but Jack Purcell's. Cost you like nine bucks. Oh my god! Oh, that was the big. You thing. can't even get a meal. At Wend- you can't even get a meal at Wendy's for nine dollars. No, I mean but, you can, but, but not but, a good meal. But Jack Purcells were a lot of money back then. So what are Jack Purcells exactly? Well, they were sneakers. They were, were, they, were they like basketball sneakers or like just like did you have were, to wear them? To they school? were like blue and they had a white stripe across the front, uh, and it had to say Jack Purcell. And they were like nine dollars for a pair, and a lot of times, you know, we would outwear them, and we couldn't afford them. So my parents would buy me like knockoffs, so it'd be like four bucks for something that looked like Jock Purcell, but they weren't. But we didn't really care, you know. It was um, off Purcells. Yeah, it didn't really <laughs> matter. We we still wore them, you know. We still wore them out. We wear them, you know. It was just. Were they comfortable? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. They they were comfortable. Um, before that, it was PF flyers. <laughs> PF flyers. <laughs> they were high tops, of white, and they 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 you know you know they. Uh, I think I know those. They're like so. Are they like Keds or like what are they called? Chucks. Uh, chucks. No. Well, they were like the white hot, white top sneakers. Were like Chucks. I don't know. Like Converse's. Yeah, Converse's. Oh. There goes the candle. Oh my god! Holy shit! Somebody oh. fucking get it! Get it! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh my god! Now we got wax everywhere. Oh, we're gonna burn oh, down. We're man. burning down. I yeah. wiped it up with my foot. Oh, it's in the carpet. It's in the carpet. <laughs> it, it smells good though. Yeah. Yeah. Now my carpet is permanently gonna smell like this candle, which is you know it's fine. That's good. Yep. It takes it's, a cat smell well. Apple. Yep. Apple cinnamon. Apple cinnamon, baby. Yep. If uh, if nobody knows anything personal about us. Um, I very much enjoy to put 
candles in my little my little podcast studio down here. Kind of dim the lights a little bit, get the candles going, make it's it smell ambience. nice. Yeah, it just kind of gets us in the zone a little bit. And uh, now I got the wax on the floor. But it's all right. I had the and candle. And it stayed and... lit. Well, that was the best part. I know. It it's still burning. upside down on the carpet. It, like, went out, and as soon as we picked it up, it just started going again. That, was, it... that was my quick reflex. Yeah. yeah. Cat-like yeah. reflex. Yeah. Yep. You can't remember what you have for breakfast, but you can b- pick a candle up off the ground in less than three seconds. That's because I'm old, man. What do you want me to do? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, I'm in, like, the three-second moment. <laughs> three-second, like a goldfish. <laughs> yeah. hey, hi, I'm Tom. Hi, I'm Tom. Why are you following me? <laughs> it's like Dory. Oh yeah. Jeez. So hey, um, by the way, Mark. Speaking of fish, yes. Um, I think it was episode two oh, we talked gosh. about yes. fish tanks. Still haven't got that shit up. I don't know where I'm gonna put it. Still, I, um, I thought about putting it. I told you right. Yeah. Well, I guess in my, my living room. My my point of bringing this up is is that you said I was wrong about the blue hippo. The blue hippo is the dory fish. But it's called a tang. It's a blue hippo tang. So we were both right. Yeah. Yeah. But nobody I, says a blue hippo. I'm just Get saying, the blue hippo. I'm just saying, why not call it a blue hippo? That actually is a pretty cool name. But it doesn't really look like a hippo. Well, it doesn't look like a tang either, I guess. I don't even know what a tang would look like. I don't know. The only thing I can picture tang is the, the orange juice or whatever. I just think, when I think hippo, I think of a big, fat hippopotamus. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I don't really know where they got the name from, but who knows where they get any of them. Yeah. Anyway... So I think that's going to wrap us up for tonight. Um, Poppy, it's good, uh, great having you on the show. It's yeah. always a pleasure. I can't wait to come back again whenever you guys invite me, if you do. Oh, yeah. We oh, will. you'll be back. Yeah, you'll have you back. So, all right, guys, don't forget to like us on Facebook. Um, we're on SoundCloud. We are just now getting on to iTunes. Um, if you have an iPhone, go to the podcast app, search Empty Thoughts. Uh, we're on there. Give us a subscribe. Um, we appreciate all the love and support. Um, got anything Gracias. else you want to say, Mark? Uh, no, I think you, you hit all, you hit everything. All right, cool. Well, adios. Ciao.